What's life like behind prison walls? How are people there trying to turn it into a place for positive change and restoration? In September, Spring Creek Correctional Center opened its doors for a community conversation with inmates, staff, and the public. It was part of Community and Unity, Alaska Public Media's community dialogue series. I'm the host of that program, Ann Hillman. In this short segment, we hear from inmates Anthony Garcia and Nick Showers-Glover, two members of Spring Creek's inmate-led restorative justice initiative. My name is Anthony Garcia. We're actually, what we're trying to do um, is actually try to present the community with better prisoners, less angry prisoners, um, more skilled prisoners, um, things of that nature. Uh, We're trying to get um, prisoners in here to try to learn some spiritual principles, moral values, ethics, stuff like that. So they can be better people, you know what I mean? Just so they can be uh, caring individuals and care about society, members of society, uh, stuff stuff like that. So, But does that matter for people who are going to be here for a long time? Like, why is it important for folks who may not even be released to be more caring people? Um, for me, it's just I've changed over the years. I've been in here almost 28 years, and I've become a better person. I'm, I've become a more caring person just because of what I've learned through, you know, spiritual stuff like that. For me, I do it because... It, it feels good to help people. And the youngsters are coming in here. They need a little guidance. Um, I think it's up to the old guys to uh, go ahead and try to give that to them. Who were you when you started? And did the prison community reinforce that in a positive or a negative way? I was an angry person. I was a violent person. Uh, I deserved to be in prison for what I did. Um, but as I got older, I changed. You know what I mean? But it, it ain't about the past. It's about right now what we can do now. It's about teaching the youngsters to be better, uh, better people. Um, it's about, for me, I, I got it through spiritual stuff. We got a spiritual classes in here. There's, um, different programs that are available here. Um, and they do work. If you, if you take them serious, they do work. And some of the youngsters have changed and they've made real change and it's for real. You know what I mean? They ain't just faking or nothing. They're actually, they changed for the better. The, the question is, what's a youngster? Um, just the, the new guys, the guys who haven't done a lot of time, um, the guys who come in here and they think they got to act a certain way just to get along or whatever. My name's Nick. I've been there for a little while. Um, I was one of those youngsters that came in. When you come in, uh, you hear these, these grandiose stories of these guys that have done these crimes from way back when, and sometimes we model ourselves. We try to model ourselves after what they've done. But then when you come in and you see them and you see that they're changed and they're a different person, it gives you a different idea of what kind of model they are. You know, the young guys come in and they think that, oh, these are the big, these are the badasses, excuse my, my language, but these are the guys that are the guys, you know? And when you meet these guys, they're not what, what the newspaper says, they're much more than that. And they'd say that you have to respect yourself and you have to respect who the people that you're around, you have to respect your community. That changes the youngsters' mentality because now the guys that are uh, the leaders of the community are not as, negative as they thought they would be you know so now i have nothing i have no um i have no choice but to be a positive person you know if i if i go be negative over here i'm gonna be shunned and nobody's really gonna gonna mess with me because that negative that negativity is not conducive to the positive stuff that we have going on with the compound you know so would you say that's true of every like everyone in spring creek this entire prison everyone's like yay let's be positive and well, better it's, people it's, uh, it's not necessarily let's be positive it's is okay, we have these opportunities to, to live a little more comfortably. Let us live comfortably. What does that mean in this, in this context? Uh, in this context, it's, um, it's not having to worry about too much, you know. Um, 
the preconceived notion for prisons is 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 very negative. It's a war zone, you know. We don't want it to be necessarily a, a physical war zone because our population is small, and we live in a community that's super small, and we have really strong family ties. A lot of people are because because the cities are so small, you know. Uh, I could be your cousin and he could be your cousin by marriage and stuff. So now I have to look out for you. And then we, we pack up like that and we have to watch each other's back. Well, we, the, the best way to watch each other's back is to be comfortable, to be safe, you know, so that we don't have to be violent and have to be, you know, super aggressive all the time. So that's comfortable. Comfortable is, is just like in a community. You guys want to be safe. You want to be, you want to be, you know, you want to be a community. You want to know that you can go to this side of town or that side of town and not have any worries. You know, that's how we want to be. We want to be the same way. You know, we learn, we, we realize a lot of us have realized that this is the kind of pain that we inflicted on the, on the community out here. Okay, let's not, let's get out of that. Let's get out of that. You're always going to have people that are angry. You're always going to have people that are, are, are vengeful and stuff like that. But, but if we bond together to be men about it, you know, uh, those kind of people, not necessarily be shunned, but they'll have no choice but to change. Even if the change takes a year, two years, five years, ten years, they'll have to change. And if we can get one person to change that has come to Spring Creek, with all the stories of this is how Spring Creek was, was blah, 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 blah. If we get one person to change and go out to the streets and say, no, man, there's a better way of living, then that might change a 16, 17, 18-year-old. You know, that might change the guys that say McLaughlin that's already on the path to be stronger criminals, I guess you could say. Restorative Justice member Lamont Moore told The Gathering that when he was a young person, he was quickly stuck in a negative cycle. But that's starting to change. Uh, my name's Lamont Moore. I've been released a whole lot of times. I'm not from Alaska, I'm from California. I've been doing this since I was 12 years old. And my biggest thing was the rejection. It's like, um, I go put in an application and nobody calls me back. So you stoop down lower than what you apply for and still nobody call you back. I went all the way down as to to be the man in the Little Caesars uh, costume just to provide for my family and kept getting denied. So I went back to what I knew how to do. And so I sold drugs for a living. I was a professional drug dealer. I made sure I had, I got two daughters. My daughters really needed a lot of things. I was homeless out there living from pillow to post. And once you had that first felony, it's hard. And when I went, I, I finally made it to Alaska and I was, um, a business owner. I had a business and I was um, a vice president of a corporation out here, but I still made the mistake because it was so installed into me of my values and my lifestyle. I shot a dude for no reason. And I mean, it didn't even have nothing to do with nothing that I had going on, but I made an unconscious decision. And then after it happened, I said, Damn, man, why did I do that? I just jeopardized everything that I had. Now, I done already made the mistake. Now it comes to my family. Oh, man, how's my family going to provide for themselves? And and it just constantly repeats itself over and over again. And it's like, where do you go? I mean, and it's like now getting out again, how is the community going to look at me now? I done shot a guy. I done sold some more drugs. Are they going to give me another chance? And it's always like sketchy because nobody wants to be let down, especially when you got a whole family that's looking for you for support. And, and that's kind of what I'm stuck in. It's like a, re a repetitive cycle. So I, I, I figured that if I participated in this, maybe I could install values into myself and then like 
in my community, I was like a leader, you know, and maybe the, the youngsters that's coming through now would be like, well, oh, the big homie did it. I can do it too. So now I can use my negative for a positive and, and kind of help people out. I never thought that I would be sitting on this panel. I never thought I'd be teaching an anger management class. Man, it it gets me psyched every day, man. I've been sitting here nervous. I'm over here sweating everything. Like, I never, ex this is like just all doing. I think we all need this to, to make it over a bridge in our life to kind of feel accepted. It's like getting accepted in prison. So when we finally make it to get out of prison, it's like, oh man, they accepted us two years ago. So it shouldn't be hard now. So. Man, I just want to say thank you guys for coming out here, man, because it's really helping us more than you guys think, it's, think it is. So thanks. Spring Creek Superintendent Bill Lipinskis built on that idea. It's the role of the Department of Corrections to help people in prison understand success. I think uh, we really need to think about what brought these guys here. Every single person that's incarcerated here took a different path to get here, and that path wasn't success. Very few people that are incarcerated here understand what success is and know what it feels like. We come from broken places. And for us to have an expectation that doing 20 years here and we're going to let you out and you're, then you're going to be successful is lunacy. We need to start recognizing very early on in their, their careers, for lack of a better term, with me, that we need to start fixing what was broken when they committed their crime. You know, what was missing then? What can we put back now that they'll have when they get out that will help them be more successful? Um, the community is a huge component of that. Um, another component maybe is the lack of where they come from. Get away from whatever that was and find them a better environment where they can have that success. Um, it's very, very disheartening for me to show somebody where they've been successful and they don't know how to deal with that. They would, they're way more comfortable accepting failure than they are success. That's disturbing to me. And that's where I can make a difference and the restorative justice group can make a difference, empowering this change by empowering these people to shine and show them the way and let them go the way and, and see how far they can take it when they're here. And then once they get out, what can the community then do for them? But not ever knowing success and ending up here, that's a no-brainer. And not instilling that in them before we let them get out, that's, that's a failure on our part. That was Anthony Garcia, Nick Showers-Glover, Lamont Moore, and Bill Lipinskis speaking during Community and Unity at Spring Creek Correctional Center on September 26, 2017. It's part of Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk.